Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 293, recorded at Big Dog Studios in Eugene, Oregon. Today's show is brought to you by Mudpod Design. Is your site ADA compliant? Do you know if it is? Mudpod Design can help you by running a free website accessibility audit. Just go to mudpoddesign.com slash free ADA dash audit today. Practicalherbalist.com. Get info on plants and plant medicine that's supported by science and tradition at thepracticalherbalist.com. We make herbalism practical and easy. Thepracticalherbalist.com. Now here are your hosts. I'm Candace Hunter. I'm Patrick Hunter. And welcome, welcome to, to Real, Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Radio. Well, Patrick, happy solstice. Happy solstice. Happy Yuletide, as it were. It's hard to believe that we have managed to make it this far. <laughs> this year, you mean, or in life? Uh, this year. This year. <laughs> you know, last year we had such a uh, different experience with, you know, the full pandemic year or the, you know, the full, well, let me phrase that, nine months of the pandemic year and going through lockdown, going through all the things that we were facing then. It was a very different solstice for us last year. Um, you know, this year it's been a full year of, um, pandemic and Delta variants and vaccinations and vaccination cards and not, I mean, it's just been a crazy year yeah. for all of that. And I, you know, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's been so much change, so much change and transformation and a lot of it unexpected. I've noticed over the last year, a lot of people had, I mean, I had ideas of where I would be now last year, even with pandemic mind frame and recognizing I didn't know when the, the end would actually happen, when when lockdowns would be done and all of that. Even with that, I had an idea of where I'd be and I'm in a very different place than I thought I would be because this has been a really strange year. Yeah. I, I think for both of us too, you know, we hit that milestone in our life, you know, where we've both turned the big five oh and it's it's been a you know, it's been a um it's been transition to, transitionatory, or at least the feeling is different. It was, you know, kind of. I think we were on our way into work today, and we we were talking about how, you know, in the in the cosmic scheme of things, this, the, the 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 Earth runs around the sun, or you know, rotates every day, and it doesn't matter to what it feels like. But we were coming in on an off day, and it was yeah. like there's a really different feeling to a Saturday than there is to a Tuesday. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. but but cosmically, it's not. It doesn't matter. Mother Nature doesn't care. Well, you know? that, that was but, you know. when you when you made that comment. I thought about how you know here we are at the solstice, you know, shortest day of the year, and yes, Mother Nature doesn't clock it every seven days, and and the rhythms aren't based on this short duration. Mother Nature's rhythms are much longer, um, but that's kind of that's that point where crossing between humanity and how humans behave and the create the world we've created for ourselves and the world that the other plants and animals have you know they've created right. and you know they're they're doing what they do Douglas fir is still you know taking in the sunlight every day and today happens to be the shortest day of the year so it's going to be the longest sleep and you know but right. but it's still you know it's just this long term progression in 6 months it'll be the longest day of the year and you know things change each day but they change on such a big scale compared to what we humans we our scale is 7 days we everything happens in 7 oh, I days see. I guess that's what you're saying I thought you, you were know? saying more like 
you know, every day there's a change, but it's subtle. And that subtle change builds onto itself to the point where you get, you know, a lot of light in one day and not a lot of dark. And yeah. on the other side of that, you get a lot of dark and not a lot of light. Yeah, that's kind of like, you know, for that Douglas fir tree, this is the first day of 365 days. And then in 365 days, this day will come around again. For us, it is, you know, today and in seven days, that day will come around again because we've so detached ourselves from the actual rhythms of nature that we've got this artificial construct that we live by and the feeling that happens in the human world, the amount of tension and the amount of busyness and whatever else is different based on whatever day of the week it happens to be. Oh, yeah. And yeah, every day has a every day seems to have a feel to it and and it's totally of a of our societal construct mm -hmm. you know i don't know if you go to you know uh mongolia if they have the same construct of a week that we do you know right, what i mean right. are they like locked into this idea or are they more you know um uh, lunar cycle schedule or you know the world like oh you know this is when right. we this is when we, we we raise the horses now because and this is when the horses lamb and we do these other things and you know it's all about yeah. a animal structure time frame then you know because of their society versus ours which is you know very much monday through friday has a work week and this is what we do and the da, 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 you know right very structured you know yeah well i mean humans across the globe as far as i understand for the most part have adopted the European style, Monday through Friday, work week structure with 24-hour time clocks and hours and minutes and seconds and counting, all the time counting. Mm -hmm. There are, I'm sure, communities where that's less important. Right. And there are places where that might be still non-existent, you know, because I know there are indigenous peoples who live in various areas throughout the world that don't have computers, are not listening to this podcast. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. you know, I know that that exists, but the volume of humanity that adheres to that stuff is much greater. So I just shorthand it and say humanity, all of humanity, we do this. Yeah. And a lot of us are doing it uh, based on the seven-day week and all that. But I think that whole idea of the the question of, where spirit and and physical healing intersects is partly caught up in that you know our our constructs of days and months and time which doesn't really match what mother nature's experience might be mm -hmm. is i think that's part of where when we were talking with Dietra and, and Adam last week part of what i was thinking about was that in in that space is where the ashkenazi people um did their that's how they they married it using you know biblical sayings and and are not biblical um torah you mm -hmm. know yeah, but but their, you know book, writings yeah. yeah writings psalms or whatever i using the wrong words here but you know they're using the holy scriptures and those sorts of things and they're using sometimes multiple languages coming from other places some of them would have been biblical some of them might have been from the Quran or wherever else. They're just using the holy words because that takes the human part of it and they're marrying it with the plants and the actual physical and spiritual healing that the plants themselves bring and they're putting them together in an amulet or in a 
you know, a ritual or whatever, you know, mm. whatever the ha- that particular challenge that they're facing right. has, you know, whatever that malady is. Is that, uh, I feel like I just spoke really vaguely. <laughs> well, uh, but there's no, I mean, there's no, it's hard to be exact in what you're saying because, you know, there's the, like you said, there's the physical, which we can, we can touch, smell, see, whatever. And then there's the, the spiritual which is this whole higher level of energy and and things, and it comes back to what we we're talking about today with that feeling of what it's weekday is versus a weekend versus whatever. If there's a feeling to it, you can't you can't describe it other than there's a feeling, there's an energy. Yeah. So back to the Ashkenazi, that maybe that's the that thing. It's like you can't nail it down and say this is what it is. Right. It's more of an energetic feeling. It's more of a um, just spiritual in that sense and they they have a connection to it and they can draw from it but they if you ask them to describe it as you would a noun i don't know that they could they could necessarily do that because they would come back to well it's a feeling it's a belief we just know it's there yeah i don't know i just know yeah you know i can't prove it i just know it yeah yeah uh, faith faith and grace i think are two of the words that modern christian people use to describe exactly that yeah, that 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 is probably that is probably the right terminology for that. But then again, if you said, "Well, define faith," you know, I'm sure you could come up with a Webster's definition for faith. But it really means a lot of different things to a lot of different people yeah. on how they they perceive what faith is. Right, right. Think, that's anyway. true. That's true. I think that as we are changing, I mean, we when the Ashkenazi peoples when they were doing working doing their healing work, the world of humanity was much more structured and much more narrow. And we had, you know, these, for lack of a better word, esoteric verses in our holy scriptures. And we had a whole group of people, you know, the the rabbis and, you know, for other, you know, priests and other, you know, mm-hmm. depending on which religion you're looking at, we had these peoples that interpreted these esoteric words for all the rest of us, you know, and as we've moved through the enlightenment, which was, you know, as science became a dominant force in our world Mm -hmm. and more and more people, you know, those, those esoteric works were translated into, you know, out of Latin and Hebrew and all of that into the language that was common to the people of the area. So, you know, in our case, English, King James Bible and all of that. Right. And then people started to look at them and analyze it and figure it out for themselves. We've moved into this place where those esoteric structures are no longer the only force that helps us understand the world and understand that place where spirit dwells. Right. And now we have this combination of science helping us understand that the esoteric works sometimes for some people in the original languages and for some of us in the translations. And then we have talking with each other, you know, and more and more of us are owning our own understanding of the spiritual realm, Mm -hmm. even whether we're doing that within the context of being part of a congregation or a community that understands it in a certain, certain way, or whether we're just individuals, Mm -hmm. 
You know, I mean, there are Christian peoples, for instance, in our area that I've you know spoken with who have their understanding, but they have their own individual experiences. There are Jewish people also, same same thing. And in our area, mm-hmm. regular people I've spoken to, they have their own experiences within the context of, and they use they use the context and the language of their um, chosen religion and community to describe their own experiences. But the rigid nature of those structures is loosening. It's it's becoming a little bit more pliable and flexible. It's still strongly rooted in the old, you know, the old ways right. in the past and its, you know, foundations, but we're reaching a point where more and more of us are finding that we can actually figure some of these things out ourselves, have our own experiences and language them ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a place now in modern society where we're seeing the herbalists and shamanic type practitioners and the energy workers working where they're having, you know, like I've I've had an experience with yarrow and I know the spiritual healing properties of yarrow as well as the physical healing properties of yarrow. Right. You know, I understand how yarrow helps you protect your boundaries and keep your emotional body clean. I understand that there is an emotional body and the emotional body is how I perceive feelings. Mm-hmm. And this even this description of an emotional body comes out of, you know, Hindu religion and discuss, or not Hindu religion, but um Ayurveda and its description of the various energetic bodies. And that matches up with other traditions that have talked about the energy bodies. So Yarrow works at that level. And it also helps to draw trapnel or crud out of the wound in your leg. Mm-hmm. It's especially good for deep wounds in part because emotional wounds are deep in nature. That's what they are. So you can see how the plant brings all of those pieces together in just one thing. Right. And we now are seeing more and more, you know, more and more people are talking about these things. There are more Mystics, for lack of a better word, mystical herbalists. Well, one of the things that you know we've even noticed um, on the practical herbalist itself is that some of the most popular articles are about the magical properties of the herbs, the yeah, the uh, different properties of herbs than just good for. It's an adaptogen, and it does this, and it's good for yeah. that, and da, da, da. so it becomes less of a a physical tool to fix an ailment right. versus. Well, what is the myth and magic of this herb? Where, where, yeah. what other, what's the top, what's the other yin and yang part of it? So the, the yin is, is, is the, you know, the physical and this is what it does. What's the yang part? What's the other part of it that we, that we don't, yeah. we, we go back to that faith and that idea and that energy. What is that? And that's yeah. there. And more and more people that are based on, you know, purely on our website, yeah. <laughs> right. more and more people seem to be very interested in that type of information about the herbs. Yeah. And I think there's a, seem to know the thing, the base, but they don't know the upper. And I think there's a growing understanding, um, amongst, you know, all of us of, of in humanity that a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times a physical ailment, whatever it may be, has a spiritual, emotional, psychological component to it. And it isn't just the trauma of, oh, gee, you know, I, I broke my arm and it really hurts, but there's something deeper there. What is the meaning of this? 
What is the meaning of life, if you will? What is the meaning of this, this physical problem I've got? Why is this here? Not why is this here just because I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, but also why was I in the wrong place at the wrong time? Right. And we're looking to the plants to help us figure that out in part because we can see that they know, they seem to know this. Mm-hmm. You know, why is it that dandelion grows up between cracks in the cement so easily? Why is it that if there's been a, uh, you know, if the soil is poor, you're likely to have calendula do really well? Why? How do you know you're hitting the big time? When you see folks wearing your logo out and about. Ace High Graphics can help you get your logo out there with custom design apparel, like hats and hoodies and tees with custom bags and more. Ace High Graphics can do small runs as little as 10 items or hundreds to meet your needs. We'll help you be seen no matter how large or small you are. Visit acehighgraphics.com today. You know. Right. What is, and the plants are healing Mother Earth's skin, as it were. So yeah. what are the wounds and how do we in our lives look at that? If I, if dandelion's the root that's really helping me and, you know, I've been having some signs of liver congestion and, and I've had started having some, you know, rashes or whatever on my skin and dandelion seems to be really helping and the heat rash has gone down and, you know, I'm actually sleeping better and not having so much of that weird overheating problem that I was. That's great. Dandelion's helping. What is it removing on a spiritual level? Because I can also look at that and take a little bit more conscious action to help that healing happen. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's perfect timing to clean up the mess that I've got around me or to remove a blockage in my work life, change careers, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. I think that's people, all of us are looking for those answers because life is so complicated. And as much as we love the internet, it hasn't made life easier, has not reduced work volume as promised. It doesn't actually necessarily improve connection between people. It sort of can, but you have to be very clear and specific and deliberate in how you approach it if you want it to. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, you know, you and I have had the luxury of of watching all of this develop over our entire lifespan. Mm-hmm. And we have seen the difference in decades and we've seen the difference in people before and after yeah. the internet. And I think if you want to say there's an AD and a, and a you know a BC and an AD for the internet, yeah. the year 2000. Like that's the yeah. that's the year where you say that's the year that everything changed. You BM know, you, and PM. Yeah, you know, or AM. You know, because in the '90s it was you know a different energy on the internet completely. Yeah. Then it is. Then it started in 2000 with with Web 2.0, which yeah. was the big thing, which is completely different than it is now. Yeah. You know, there was no social media in 2000, but there is now, and it's prolific. That is Not true. in a good way, but anyway, that's we're digressing to a completely <laughs> different thing. And you and I could have a very long conversation about. Um, but uh, yes, I, I think you're right on 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 all accounts about that. Um, you know, what energy in this case, like dandelion, what energy is it really helping to deal with based on its myth and magical properties? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's part of why I loved reading the Ashkenazi herbalism uh-huh. book because it. it it reminded me of that heritage that, you know, I don't, I'm not saying I come from Ashkenazi people, but 
It's a heritage that all of us share, no matter what our skin color or culture or place of origin or ancestors were. We all share that same place where there was a time when the plants were respected and loved and used to help humanity on all those levels at the same time. And that was one of the things that the Ashkenazi peoples did really, really well mm-hmm. is they used them, you know, here's the yarrow, put that on there. And then here's a, a, a phrase or a saying or an amulet to help you not have this happen again, to help you be in the right place at the right time instead of the wrong place. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, with all of that in mind, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what 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 are we going to do for solstice to celebrate? Well, um, you know, I, I'm not sure that this year is is, a, is 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 different again, and and you know, our diets are different again this year. I mean, last year we were full on vegetarian. We, yeah. We 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 were on that, and then this year that's that has changed somewhat. We had, you know, we read a book or listened to a book. Anyway, I did. And that kind of changed my mindset on a few things. And, and, you know, this year we may bring back some of the traditions in our family, which was to celebrate the solstice and the Yule um, time frame, or, you know, and have a bigger dinner with possibly friends this year. Maybe not. Um, probably might have the, the traditional roast beast that we used to have, but maybe choose better meat than we've done before or whatever. I'm not sure. It's a hard one to say. I mean, you know, lamb biryani is really good. Vegetable biryani is really good. I mean, we could do that too, you know. Yeah. Um, there's just lots of different things. I mean, we normally have a fire at 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 sunset and we kind of nurse it for the evening and have a you know, have light in the dark. You know, we talk about it as the the um the rebirth of light coming yeah. back. And that's why we have the fire and we, we tended for most of the evening. If we had people over, we, it's a, it becomes a, a festival party between, you know, eating and being on the patio with the fire and coming in and going out and there's drinking and imbibing and enjoying and people really like it because it's not, it's not, you know, Christmas in the way that a Christmas party is. It's a, right. it's a quite different. And I think it's a respite from the holiday season, even though it's right in the middle of the holiday <laughs> season, because we're not exchanging gifts. We're not doing all these things that you would do at a, at a quote-unquote holiday party. Yeah, I think one of the things that 2021 has asked of me, at least, I don't know if other people have gotten this, but for me, it's been a question of what is it that you truly value? What is actually important for you? Really, you know, not... Not the details of it, but what are the core values, the core things that are really, really important for you? And how do you change, edit out the stuff that's less important in your life? How do you keep coming back to the things that really, really matter? And for me, one of the things that mattered is, has always mattered, is that connection between human experience and the spirit of all the rest of everything. Because it's almost like we as humans for quite a few centuries now have been trying to keep ourselves as separate and we've built this separate culture as if we are somehow not a part of nature, (laughs) which is in my mind kind of ridiculous. We are a part of nature. We are as natural as the dandelion or the Douglas fir tree. 
we are, but we also have been creating this world that is artificial in that we're creating it, but it isn't in tune with mother nature. So where are the places that we can more easily edit out some of the artificial in favor of the natural, but without having to go live in a yurt in the middle of the woods, you know, with no plumbing or internet or electricity. Because, you know, that might be great for some people, but I like my plumbing. I really do like the internet and the electricity. I'm going to keep all of those. But how do I do it without having my life be so crazy and complicated and exhausting as it was before this whole pandemic started? And that's some of the things that I've been entertaining throughout the year. So as we're getting ready for our solstice celebration, that's part of what I've been thinking about is what are the rituals, what are the experiences that help support the things I truly value, my community, my my people, mm -hmm. you know, my humans, but also not just the human peoples, but the plant peoples and the animal peoples and the land peoples that... I also strongly value. I value them as much as I value the humans in my life. So how do I how do I connect with all of that and and keep those places alive and cared for? And then, you're one you of those know. people that ride or walk a line or a path. On one side of you is the physical world, and the other side of you is the mystical world, and you can seem to skip on either side of that path anytime you want. Yeah. I mean, kudos to you. Yeah. Um, to me, this so, is but, just normal. Right. But, but yeah, yeah. It's normal to you, but it isn't yeah. normal to me. And it isn't normal right. to many people. You know, I think you might be more balanced in your approach because you can do that. Some people that we know are much more on the right-hand side, which is, you know, the, it's called the spiritual side and over here. And they don't cross over into the, you know, the nuts and bolts physical day-to-day -day thing. And then there's other part where they're, you know, so into that, maybe it's the grounded, ungrounded idea. Right. Yeah. You know, you're, if you were talking about being a polarized ion, <laughs> positive or negative, you're actually neutral. You'd be a neutron. Yeah. You'd be something that's, yeah. you're there. You can play with either side, but, yeah. you know, it, you're not, you're not team electron and team proton. You right. Know, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's you know. true. That's true. <laughs> you're just, you're kind of in the, you're refereeing maybe. You're in the yeah. middle, you know, yeah. the Switzerland of, <laughs> of, of spiritual, physical <laughs> connection, you know. Uh, but most people either, you know, land themselves one way or the other and not down the middle. Yeah. You know, that's a place where you bridge and and you bring that to everything that you do. So, you know, whatever it is, um, that's just part of when you were talking about 2021 for you. Yeah. That is true. That is true. But I have noticed that other people around me who are not necessarily looking at the world the way that I do, people that are more grounded or people who are more esoteric or ungrounded or whatever, right. I've been noticing a lot of people are trying, they're having, sometimes having experiences where they're being forced into editing out or getting rid of or whatever, getting mm -hmm. rid of stuff that isn't really working. Right. And, you know, especially this fall, I noticed quite a few people having to get rid of stuff that wasn't working. It was right in front of them and they knew it wasn't working, but right. they were busy ignoring it mm -hmm. because for whatever reason it was easier. And I think we're at the close of that now. 
that we've done a lot of our work and now is the time to take a deep breath and prepare for the new world, as it were. It's a pretty big talk there. But I'm not I'm not saying the end of the world is here and you know, the sky <laughs> the is falling or anything. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying that many of us have evolved considerably over the past calendar year. And Yeah, we have. I mean and, and yeah. We and, have. and we've been through a lot of dark, especially over the second half of this last year as Delta variant has squashed a lot of people's hopes of more travel and that sort of thing. Well, and then, the pandemic being quote-unquote over. Yeah, exactly. And we're stepping into the light again. That's what the solstice is reminding us, is yeah. that we are. I mean, it, it won't be a lot more minutes of light initially, but we are stepping into the light again. And I think that's part of what our solstice celebration is about. And in that, we share that with all of nature. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Deep thoughts yeah. again with Candace. Well, happy <laughs> solstice, happy holidays. And um, I think we're off for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. We're going to take some time to be recharge. be recharge as all of us shall do, I hope. Right. And um, so we wish you guys a merry holiday season, a happy solstice and a beautiful new year. We'll be back in early January. With that, then put, put an, an herb, herb on, on it. it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration (FDA) and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.